Well, before we got started today, I just wanted to read some things that I have uh, been sent from listeners. The first one here was sent uh, via the Squarespace form submission, uh, name of Ryan. The subject line, (laughs) my cat reviews kill James Bond. So the message here is as follows. Hello, Alice, Abby, and Devon. Recently, I've been listening to the podcast for a Bluetooth speaker while doing the housework. Whenever I do this, my cat, Spicy Fruit Toast, starts rubbing her face <laughs> against the speaker and purring like mad, but only Aww. when Alice is speaking. Oh. Whenever she hears Hello. Devon's voice, she starts slapping the speaker with her little paws and has even growled at it. <laughs> spicy, spicy Fruit Toast. Hello. <laughs> spicy Fruit Toast. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> so far, she has not reacted to Abby in any way. Thought this was fascinating. Well, that's almost worse, right? Spicy like... fruit toast. What have I done? Fuck you, spicy fruit toast. Yeah, oh, kitty. Yeah, you can give me a bad review, but you better give me a review. Yeah, it's worse Ryan not agrees. being talked about. Ryan finishes it with, "I do think toast is being very rude, though. I enjoy listening to all of you, including Devon." Thank you, I feel Ryan. so sorry that I called you a bad guy. I'm so sorry. I feel really bad about saying that. <laughs> I want to apologize to the cat. You can you can hear the estrogen levels like go down and then back up as going from fuck you cat to I'm so sorry. Yeah. The problem is you imagined a cat when you finished saying that and you went, oh no. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, and the other, other thing I wanted to read here is in the replies to the Spike It's 2 episode on Patreon. Uh, a listener who must remain nameless because they change their name every goddamn time I look at them uh, has written up a Kill James Bond drinking game. Oh no. Mm. And none of it's rude, which is nice, which is the reason why I'm reading it. Uh, Drink so every time we're horny and just die. <laughs> do not do that for the, <laughs> for the previous three episodes. Yeah, do uh, not do that with Goldeneye. Drink every time Alice says genuinely fully genuinely genuinely fully i had to develop a lot of filler words for podcasting that aren't like you know like you know um like ah that's very clever a hundred percent one of the things that i do genuinely is to is to (laughs) fill my sentences with uh adverbs like genuinely or fully a hundred percent all of the time so that i don't get caught like going um like well um hi Drink every right. time Alice says interesting, bizarre, fantastic, etc. Mm-hmm. Or yep. I like to I like to respond to things just so you know I'm here. Mm-hmm. Every time Alice says that she's been thinking about this in her dreams, or going to be thinking about this in uh, her sleep, I or dream that it's a, lot. a sleep I, paralysis I, I, yeah. demon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, every time Abby says the phrase "not entirely clear" while trailing off. <laughs> I do do that (laughs) makes a joke about the gender identity clinic or a character becoming trans Mm -hmm. Um, I do do that they they do have you on that one yes they are a joke yes Uh, or or every time you do an impression for me whenever I say that fucking goes (laughs) every time I get mad about a plot hole or a setup reminder payoff interesting Every time I clap. <laughs> oh, you, you, d- you, d- you totally yeah, clap yeah. for emphasis. When you're about to go in, that's like <laughs> dev, dev has activated going in mode. Yeah. When I have a, like, a thought, I'm like, okay. 
Uh, and every time I say dudes or girls rock. <laughs> or- <laughs> All right, so if you've, if really you've been playing that. along at home while we've been outlining this game, you are now deceased of alcohol poisoning. My apologies. Mm. Uh, <laughs> let's take it away. All right, we're going to watch one of my genuinely favorite <gasps> movies of all time. We're going to mm-hmm. watch fucking... We're going to watch Ronan. What's in the case? That information is necessary. Is it heavy? Is it explosive? Is it chained to some unlucky bloke's wrist? We're going to have to chop it off. thought I'd give you guys a break is the main thing, because we've seen mm. so many bad movies and weird movies, and I wanted us to do, uh, much like OSS Sandu said, I just pick a movie that I really like and that I think is good, and just, like, I'm excited to talk about it with my friends. Mm. And, and also, that, we're in the 1990s in Bond right. at the moment, so that's this right. is a nice companion piece. It's, it's a perfect companion piece to GoldenEye, specifically, because they're both movies about what are, Sean Bean. About Sean yeah, Bean. About They're Sean both Bean. Sean Bean movies, and that's why mm-hmm. we on our podcast about Sean Bean, Kill Sean mm-hmm. Bean, have... Mm-hmm. That would actually be a really good name for a Sean Bean-based podcast, because he does die a lot. That's, that's, he does die a lot. I mean, right, no, pa- if we did a right, Sean Bean pending, podcast, we'd pending. call it... No, no, it's called Full of Beans, when we, yeah. <laughs> when we just do... When we do Paul. Sean Bean movies, we will pivot to Full of Beans. This MF eating beans... Mm-hmm. Um, no, this is perfectly within our wheelhouse. It's somewhat Bond related. There are three mm. Bond bad guys in various scenes, never in the yep. same scene. Any of the three yep. of them, but like, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not like Heat, another future episode where you get like De Niro, Pacino opposite each other. You don't get Michael Lonsdale, aka Hugo Drax, the man who was shot into space and is now in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, same guy. Act. Acting opposite, like uh, the guy who plays Elliot Carver in Tomorrow Never Dies, but they are mm. both in this movie. Mm. Um, and this is this is a movie that is about uh, the sort of like period of uh, end of history after the Cold War, uh, much like Goldeneye, where you had all of these Cold War spies kicking around, and they didn't really know what to do with themselves. And the movie is called Ronin because it like explicitly in the opening crawl compares them to. Masterless Samurai, right? Mm. Uh, and yeah, no, it's it's great. I love this movie. I'm excited to talk about it. What a fucking ten carat run of episodes we're doing here for bonuses. We've done the mm. absolute kino that is uh, Hunt for Red October. Done yep. the absolute kino that is Spy Kids Two. Yeah, absolute kino that is Ronin. And the next one that we have planned for the spectacular. Also a fantastic movie. Wonderful. Mm. Yeah, not not going to disclose why it's what good. that is. That's why yeah. it's good, listeners, that you are our friend and that you pay us money to listen to us talk about things because you're our best friend and that's we right. know you personally and that's mm-hmm. how this works. We do. Yes. We do. It, it, especially you, Cat, whose name I definitely remember. Something uh, magic fruit toast. Fruit, magic fruit, fruit toast. toast. Yes. It was spicy uh, fruit toast, but you were pretty sp- much sp- there. Spicy, spicy fruit toast. Spicy fruit, spicy fruit toast. toast. What a great uh, name but- for a cat. First of all, just 10 out of 10. <laughs> Yeah, just incredible. But we begin in Montmartre in Paris in the 1990s, back when Paris looked even more like shit than it currently does. Uh, and that's going to be a kind of recurring theme of this movie, is it takes a lot of really beautiful locations, mostly in France, and just quite deliberately sucks all the sucks all mm. the beauty out of them. 
Um, mm. So we see a, a, a cafe in Montmartre, which is uh, sort of it's towards the end of the evening. It's slowly getting uh, like emptier and emptier. And we see Robert De Niro in just a fantastic fit of like a flat cap uh, and like a, a sort of a raincoat. Do more spycraft in the first ten minutes of this movie than James Bond does in his entire fucking life. Mm. Oh yeah, like Incredible. the vibe you the vibe you get off of this bar is like, uh, okay, there is some spy shit going on here. But Robert De Niro doesn't just like walk in; he like walks around the back, and we see him stash a, a gun, a pistol, like by the exits. And then when he goes in, he like specifically checks the way out. And so, so we it's see interesting this. that you say the the vibe is the is spy shit because I went into this film completely cold. I had no idea what it was about, mm. um, and so I saw Robert De Niro like walking around this bar, like checking to see if he was being followed, like looking at the other people like walking around the bar. And my notes just say, "Is he cruising?" Because <laughs> 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 the vibe to me is just like this. This is like this guy's looking for like the two are up. very very similar. Yeah, especially the bit where he hides a gun around the back and exit. Now, now, that's quite enough of that, you saucy devil. You haven't even paid for access to this bonus episode of Kill James Bond content. And hey, if you wanted to hear it, well, you could do worse than to go to patreon.com slash killjamesbond and sign up today for access to this bonus episode along with at least 17 others patreon.com slash kill james bond all one word i am absolutely wine drunk while i'm recording this one um and i think it might be coming through oh i'll see you on the patreon love you